the Sports Desk. Gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Desk Grand Final Radio Show on your Friday morning. It's a public holiday, but who would take a holiday in Grand Final week when we've got a massive show to cover and a massive game ahead? Good morning to you boys. We've got a full team in the studio this morning. We've got myself, Sam, Michael, of course... Uh, James from the Monday show and of course Jason as well Uh, exciting grand final preview ahead we've got a lot to get through Um, of course 2.30 tomorrow afternoon it's the big dance between the Geelong Cats and the Sydney Swans at the MCG the home of football it's good to have uh, everything back in Melbourne Uh, the atmosphere's been exciting uh, and the sports desk has got you all things covered. We've got an exclusive live stream tomorrow uh, afternoon, at probably about, I think, 12.10. Uh, keep up to date on the social media uh, to see when that goes out and uh, join us then as well for an extended preview. But massive grand final tomorrow. Uh, but before we get there, we will get into some uh, top sports news stories and then of course we will uh, discuss the big dance good morning to you all good morning sammy great introduction absolutely love that spine tingling introduction how good to hear the wispy voice of john deeks the great great man there previewing the show a big and thank of course, you for him to doing that voiceover yes, for us by the way he's uh, amazing it's great to hear your names get announced uh, by the great man himself it, it just very sounds exciting. right doesn't it it just sounds <laughs> it right did, it just sounds smooth got the pronunciations right too nah, it's an absolute pleasure to be here um, big, big day tomorrow. I cannot wait. We've got our first television special of the Sports Desk airing tomorrow as well, which I cannot wait to do. Uh, massive game to follow that as well. Both teams who are coming off games of polar opposite results. Um, yeah, very much so, Jimmy. We've had shock drops. We've had lots of controversy so far in this grand final week in regards to these two teams as to what teams are going to select. Uh both with 10 and 11 year wait um, till their next grand final win. Uh, one coming off 2011 with the Pies going down to Geelong and Hawthorne going down to Sydney before they started their reign in premierships. That's right, Jimmy. And, you know, it's 
it's very hard to remember the last time where two clubs come into the grand final and they're both in absolute ripping nick. I mean, both clubs, you've got a 15-game win streak for the Cats, you've got a nine-game win streak for the Sydney Swans. You absolutely have the two qualifying final, the teams that finished up there in the top part of the ladder, both playing each other in the final weekend of September. So you do actually have the two best sides playing in the grand oh, final. Oh, without a doubt. And that's what neutral fans absolutely want. And, of course, these two fan groups today being at the grand final parade. I've already seen a lot of Geelong and Sydney Swan supporters in the city. So absolute massive shout-out to them. And shout-out to Chris as well, who featured on one of our little uh, interviews yesterday uh, going to the footy festival. Uh, she was selling some merchandise for the official AFL store. She is yes, tuning in today, wonderful. and she gave plenty of great energy and enthusiasm in an interview. Even though she's a Pies supporter, she's very excited for Grand Final Week. And guys, being neutral supporters, it is great to just be involved in the week, even though our teams aren't playing. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things. It's um, uh, my team in my lifetime has never been in it. <laughs> well, uh, well, when I was three, so I couldn't really process <laughs> really it the same. <laughs> but uh, yeah. It doesn't matter who's in it. I, I love this week. It's my favourite week of the year. Favourite day of the year. So um, exciting to talk about that. But we and will Sammy, get to... happy birthday as well. A couple oh, of days you. ago. Yes, the yeah, uh, great, great man. Um, yesterday. Oh, yes. day before, in fact. It was it was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yes. Wednesday. So, so happy Wednesday. birthday to you, Sammy. And, yeah, very special day to <laughs> having grand final week. Incredible. Absolutely. So some quick news. Um, so we will stay away from the grand final just slightly, but we will keep on it. Uh, we'll go through some results the Socceroos played a friendly uh, against our mates across the ditch. Uh, New Zealand. How did that go, Jimmy? Did, uh, I actually did, caught up in this whole kerfuffle this week. Uh, I missed it, uh, which is a shame. So I, I hope they look good before they've headed off to uh, Qatar. Yeah, look, I, uh, I watched the full game, and I'm not going to lie, I wasn't too impressed. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a slow start. Awa Mobile scored the one and only goal. Yep. Uh, a really dodgy uh, foul called inside the box of um, Australia's, you know, um, scoring scoring eighteen yard box. Uh, one of the New Zealand fullbacks slipped over, and they called Jackson Irvine on a foul, uh, where he headed it and went straight to. I think it was Aiden Rustich who tapped it in, and they called it a foul because they thought that Irvine poured him over when it was just, literally just slipped on the ground. So it could have been two nil. Uh, Jackson Irvine did go an interview afterwards, and he's like, "Look, it, it's it's good to get a win on home soil, you know, before they're playing well in uh, playing. I'm not sure where they're playing. Are they playing in Auckland on uh, on Sunday? They're playing in New Zealand. Yep. First time in five years that the, the All Whites have played there. So that'll get a great crowd. They've already already think 25,000 tickets have been sold for that game, which is not fantastic. Bad. Um, and yeah, look, it's not. It wasn't the greatest game, but there's definitely room for improvement. Uh, Jamie McLaren was. You, you could see him after the game. He was a little bit pissed off with himself. He should have got a goal. Um, Irvine literally said to him, said to the camera, oh, "I should have scored at least five. Like there were five opportunities where I could have put the ball through the back of the net, but I just didn't. Uh, it just yeah, it just seemed like the All Whites kind of had us." quite, you know, down pat. Obviously Chris Wood, who plays for Newcastle now, $40 million signing um, in the summer as well, which is quite crazy. Uh, he was he was saying that it's always great to, you know, have a local derby, and he was questioned as to why he was so physical. Um, he was a foul on Matt Ryan, where Matt Ryan came out of the box, and he's absolutely bodied him, like, full body check. Matt Ryan's gone down like a ton of bricks, and he's like, it's a local derby, you've got to bring, you've got to bring the energy. So yep. I loved it that they were taking it seriously. We played the All Whites on Sunday uh, night as well in Auckland, I'm pretty sure. 
uh, it's going to be fantastic. But yeah, not not too of a great uh, look at the Socceroos before they head over to Qatar, but. But that's Look, right. I, I think it's a last chance to just have a run out before yeah. you really need to switch on. I mean, so to I be fair, they only had one training session in this camp. Yeah. So they had one training session. They got there, I think, four days ago, and they had a training session the day before the game, and that was it. But I definitely think we should be having these a lot more frequently. I agree. Uh, because we, we are always up against it when the rest of Europe is so close to each other where they're doing all these things all the time. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to November, the World Cup then. So, oh. Sunday, the, the, the that second friendly we'll see uh, as well. Apparently a whole new squad as well. The, the squad we saw yesterday is not going to be the same squad. Okay. So Did they wear the young. new kit? Yeah, they did. Oh, oh so clean. Good. And uh, yeah. Garang, the 18-year-old Garang Kwal might make his debut and the cum dog might wow. come on as well. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, Still can't get my head around that nickname, Jimmy. But Fantastic. Anyway. We look for, forward to that. Uh, the NRL finals is also on. We won't forget to mention them. Uh, the preliminary final tonight, it's the Cowboy and the Eels. Uh, tomorrow is the Panther and uh, Rabbitohs. Who will really excited for that the game. Grand final. Uh, next is it this Sunday or next Sunday? Sunday second. Must so. be next Sunday. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that. Rabbitohs uh, are my smoky, by the way, boys. I'm Rabbitohs. I, I watched them in their elimination final against yep. the Roosters, Not and they good. were in serious form. I think I think they're in for a big upset. The green and red. Red. And you have got some ten- tennis news for us, Michael. I do, I do. So the Labor Cup schedule has been confirmed, of course. The significance behind the Labor Cup, it's not just any old APT tour. It is Roger Federer's final ride into the sunset. He, of, of course, after his 24-year career, 20 Grand Slam titles in the singles game, uh, his body has given him the message that he has to hang up the runners and, of course, the bandana, the iconic bandana and the flowing hair, of course... Um, um, millions of fans worldwide have paid their tributes to the great, great man. World number one record, 237 consecutive weeks, and uh, just grace and likability on and off the court. So Roger Federer will play his final um, professional games at the Labor Cup. So the schedule has been announced Friday, September the 23rd, uh, 11 o'clock tonight. So Casper Ruud uh, versus Jack Sock in the singles. But let's look at where the real significance is. It is Friday, um, 4 a.m. actually, Saturday morning in Australian time. It'll be Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal teaming up for the final time, of course. Great rivals on the court, but really dear friends off the court. They will be up against uh, Jack Sock and Francis Tiafo, who will be representing the world, and Roger and Rafa representing Europe. Uh, so that doubles game at 4am. If you're still up watching your grand final, uh, of course, the <laughs> the great the great <laughs> grand final, um, not only parades, but, you know, the actual... Uh, Replays from some of the great grand finals, the the marathon, um, as it's called. So oh, they, they do it. They do a marathon. They don't do have they? a marathon. Yes, of course. Nineteen sixty. Oh well, nineteen sixty six. The St Kilda one. Usually That's the biggest one. Twenty ten. Re- uh, draw. Twenty eighteen will probably start making them a few more because that seems to be going. Uh, yeah, that's a well regarded. Two thousand five. Two thousand. Yes, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016,
Okay. Um, also today, uh, if you're heading down and uh, you're thinking, what am I going to do today? The footy parade is on, so get yes. into the atmosphere. Uh, it, it's changed. The route of it's changed this year. So the two teams will travel down in boats along the Yarra River from uh, near the Swan Street Bridge like uh, to the, the Princess Bridge. bridge. Uh, it's going to spin around before turning around and uh, disembarking on Barang, uh, Barang Ma. Uh, from then they'll drive uh, utes over the William Barak Bridge. Um, and through Park Lang to the west of the MCG to Gate 3 uh, of the stadium where the footy festival is, so you can go check check that as well. Um, and, um, of course, there's some dub- there's a back-to-back AFLW game yeah, at uh, Punt Road as well this afternoon. Uh, so the parade, actually, the festivities begin down there right now, so it's underway now, so just put us in your headphones while you yes. walk down there. Go for a stroll. Um, and the actual boat leg of the parade will start at 10.30 this morning uh, before the participants transfer to, to the Utes. Now, I'm just thinking about that. It's yeah, so, such an Aussie thing. Like, we're, we're in a boat... <laughs> Going down the arrow, then we've got footy players getting out, getting into the back of a U in yeah, Sydney. Yeah, the Hilux. The, the Hilux. Hilux. Official sponsor of the AFL Grand Final. Do, does any, like, touring do, do cars around... Do that uh, <laughs> 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 like, do a decathlon. Let's yeah. put them... Oh, man. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's saw a BMW in half and just open the back of it up so they can just sit in it. So the the, the AFLW games, uh, we will get back to them a bit later, but the uh, Western Bulldogs will play North Melbourne at 12.40pm. Uh, Collingwood and Essendon will clash at Olympic Park Oval at 3.10. Oh, go Dons. Uh, which is the AIA uh, area. Uh, Sydney and Hawthorne will meet at Punt Road at 5.10. So it's just back-to-back footy fun. And, uh, boys, we, we, we went down yesterday and had a great time... Uh, uh, got attacked by a magpie mascot. You'll have to see oh, it. Oh, dude, this S- save fantastic. all this. Um, you got absolutely harassed by that yeah. mascot. Oh, what do they call it? Um, oh, I don't know what they call the Collingwood mascot, but it's something about Jock McHale. I don't know what it's called. I'll, I'll get it up. Anyway, you'll be able to see that footage Swoops on our Ms- special live stream tomorrow <laughs> on the Sports Desk Facebook page. So note that down. I think 1210. Um, uh, Jock One-Eye McPie. John, yeah, of course he's it. called that. He was one-eyed, a one-eyed, one-eyed big pie. Yeah, All right, when we come back, the big dance, we're going to talk about it. There's two teams in there, Geelong and Sydney, 
You've got the right song queued up too, Sam. I'm looking at it right now, yeah. and the listeners are going to be very happy with your selection. Footy songs uh, is all what we do. For, it's been tradition for the past couple of grand final sports desk shows where we've just played back-to-back footy theme songs. And, of course, there's no exception. Oh, oh, this, yes, baby. Oh, yes. Come on. Is the holy grail right here on the special grand final edition of the sports desk Friday morning. Hunters and collectors, holy grail. Oh my god. Sing along in the studio. Having an absolute gala. Sports Destin, we're definitely going to be releasing the footage of that. That was great. Yeah. Michael and Jimmy. Love a good single. You know what? Definitely. It's officially September now. It is. Speaking of Holy Grail, we can conclude our series of footy records because we have the 2022 edition right here in studio. Final record. 2022. It is. It is. Look, it's it's got the paint on it. It's a bit average. Not gonna lie. (laughs) Uh, It's it's different to the game day edition. Different to the game day edition because they, you know, want to reward the people who actually paid four thousand dollars for a ticket. (laughs) Um, Fair enough, though. Fair enough. Five thousand of those are the members. The rest are corporate. Uh, yeah, we won't we won't talk about that because then it brings down the light of the grand final. Yes. But that's okay. And we've just had um, a wonderful sing along, so we, we can't have. dampen that. <laughs> Mate, I am I'm loving this. This is <laughs> this grand final record is comprehensive. It's got the performance player of Cole's performance player, Ollie Wines, a Brownlee medalist, had all yep. his disposals in it. Mate, this is just fantastic. Yeah, I wow. love I love some of the features in there. Uh, you've got some of the great grand finals as we were just mentioning before. Twenty sixteen, they've got a good review on that. Yeah. Twenty twelve, last time the Swans won one. Um, of course, the Home and away Richmond season 2017, Jimmy. I believe, has also got a feature. Yes, it is featured here. Yeah, the season review. Season review. I we love, love what. We of love course, the, season the, the, the one or two highlights of Essendon that are in there. I've been um, <laughs> viewing and highlighting the uh, retiring the, tra- the retiring class yes, of 2022. Of Let's was. actually take a moment just go through some of the names that have uh, have retired right, throughout yeah. this season. So we've David Mundy, David Mundy, Shane Edwards, Paddy Ryder, Josh Kennedy, uh, both from West Coast and Sydney. Yeah, both in the same year. That's yeah, that's pretty funny, isn't it? Actually, the announcement. <laughs> was in the same month. Yeah, it was. Robbie Gray, we've got Liam Shields, Big Boy McAvoy. Oh, boy. Dan, Dan. Hanabry. Won his, won his first and only premiership. Yeah, at, sticking uh, out at his tongue, the old Dan. He's a good man. Uh, no. Shane Mumford, Stephen Motlop. Uh, who else we Easton got? Easton Wood, Michael Hurley, Jordan Ruffhead, Devin Smith, Easton Wood. Uh, I Easton believe Wood. he was the stand-in yeah. captain he for was. the 2016 premiership. Up the the couple off. Josh Caddy, uh, Kane Lambert. And we've got a Tom Lynch in Adelaide and St. Adelaide St. Kilda player. Yes. Uh, one from Geelong. Uh, Griggs? From, sure. from Richmond? Yeah, Sean Griggs. Isn't yeah, he? Sean, yeah, Sean Griggs, he's, uh, he's one of their assistant coaches. Also. Oh, no, am I mixing him with someone else? <laughs> nah, so, so he retired 2020 after their oh, grand okay. final. Premiership Ruckman, Sam. Let's not forget right. that. He is. He did go up in the ruck. Shout out. <laughs> and a couple final ones more. Anthony McDonald, Tippin Woody and uh, Josh Thomas of Collingwood. So it's been absolutely um, massive. Um, this can we just appreciate this season? It's been a really good year. I, I know not all clubs are going to agree with that, but no, in I the agree. in the footy game spectacle, the, the actual gameplay, I feel like there's been a lot better, more exciting games this year than we've seen in a long time. It's been one of the better seasons in the last decade, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I was really worried, to be honest, at the start of the season that the um, umpire descent rule would sort of blow over and it would it would become something bigger than what it is. But I think now what's happened is players have got used to umpire descent. They had to um, amend it to get there. They did, they did. They had to make some changes. I, I know fans weren't on board. I know players probably weren't um, explained to enough about what the rule entailed. But now 
now there's a good understanding and I think the game really flows well. I think the stand rule, Sam, you've got to say, with Gillen departing, it's been a great rule. It's opened yep. up the game. Geelong yeah, really have had has. to change their game style because of it. And uh, the game is quicker and more high scoring because it's, of it. So we love it's it. It's reminding me of the early naughty games where it was just... Uh, just one-on-one yes. kind of battles and then it was high scoring and it flowed unless look we are seeing a lot more stoppages than we did back then but I've, I, we're finding the balance now which I think we haven't for a while because mm. over the last couple of years I think over the Hawthorne era it was the defensive kind of game plans and the zones and that kind of thing but we're, we're steering away from that a bit and, and uh, you can't put players behind the ball either Sam you know the 6 yeah, rule six, pretty much cancels that all out so it mm-hmm. means that the game is still in the balance up until the last 10-15 seconds which we love as footy fans Oh. Uh, well, before we get to the oh, big game, the schedule tomorrow, so, you, so you're well informed. So 12.10, you'll be able to catch our stream yes. live on the Sports Desk Facebook page. Interact with us. Uh, enjoy that massive big preview tomorrow. We love it. And then we get to see the Welcome to Country, the Grand Final Motorcade. That's about 1.25. More youth. Mike Brady, Mike Brady, 1.33. We'll hear from him on today's show as well. Oh, uh, hey. Telstra pre-match entertainment. Robbie Williams from 140. Uh, the umpires, of course, enter the field to 11. <laughs> uh, teams enter as well. Uh, and then 2.30 is, of course, the bounce and whop- a whopping game. And we will start Sydney and Geelong. Uh, and we will look at Sydney last out. Uh, massive preliminary final. They defeated Collingwood by a point, a single bloody point. <laughs> it was a great game to watch. 14 11 95 uh, to 14 10 94. Tom Papley with three goals. Franklin with two. Paddy Dangerfield, Gary Rowan, and Brian Myers with two disposals. Nine, nine individual goal kickers for Sydney, okay. Well, sorry, why? I've stuffed up here. No, no, no. no. So no, got, I've got Patrick Dangerfield in here. <laughs> apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney. So, so pa- that. Papley three goals, two. Buddy with two goals, one. And then Sydney had nine individual goal kickers. Isn't that wild? I don't want to list them off because yep. it's a bit much, but like nine. <laughs> Callum Mills, 27 disposals. Luke Parker, 23. The big Chad Warner, 22. Uh, and uh, um, as we've heard all week with this, history repeated itself at the SCG. Last time Sydney played a prelim final don't at its home ground. Block your ears. Yeah, uh, I'm, that I'm, happens I'm zoning out. No, don't worry about um, it. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I just heard thrilling game, <laughs> Thrilling game for Sydney. Uh, I mean, look, the wrath of Collingwood really came at you. Did I uh, Really, really came at you. And you thought, you thought for a while that Sydney were going to bottle and not handle mm. the pressure, but they managed to. Well, look, the, the 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 big thing with this game was I feel like that we all kind of thought that the game was done and dusted at halftime. Uh, the what, what what was the biggest lead of the game? Biggest lead, thirty six points, yeah. game high, three minute mark of the third quarter. That look, that's that's almost where Collingwood love to have their opposition. Right, that, that, that that's <laughs> the perfect place for them. They love um, a good comeback. It was it was really good because it's funnily enough between the two sides who have made the grand final. I love my stats, my numbers, man. You do, mate. Uh, you the do. disposal efficiency compare, comparing the two seventy percent to Sydney to fifty one percent of Geelong. Um, so look, it was. No, so I'm Paul. Wow, I'm reading inside fifty for Geelong. Seventy-six percent disposal efficiency for Geelong and seventy-four Sydney. So it's pretty even, evenly matched. Um, the pressure acts for Sydney. That's what that's what won them the game. That last thirty seconds oh, inside incredible. inside their defensive fifty uh, to nap down Collingwood, and I feel like the. F- 
like for the ferociousness of what Collingwood have in their forward 50 is ridiculous. I think that when they needed to take their chances, they took them. I feel like a few goals that they should have scored that you know ended up being shanks and whatnot really, really came to haunt them in in you know the final minutes. Uh, but if we if if we really analyse this and way that we go, Sydney were the better team on the day. They deserved it. Um, inside fifty tackles, funnily enough, Collingwood were more. They were um, uh, twenty-two to seven. So oh, absolutely crazy with that. Inside fifties, um, they were losing that as well. They lost that by eight. Uh, inside fifty to fi- inside fifty efficiency, forty-six percent compared to thirty-eight. So they were that more efficient, but still didn't get up to that fifty percent mark, which maybe questions why or more what holds for for tomorrow. Can yeah. they can they be on the improve of that? Was that more of a thing where Collingwood's defensive matriarch pretty much, where it's Brody Grundy, you've got um, Dust Cameron, you've got all these guys who are there. I don't know. I don't know what you'd compare it to. Would you compare it to a Blitzarves and a Stanley and people who like to drop back for Geelong? Would you say that it's going to be more of a worry than it's Collingwood was? Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's it's an interesting point. It's all these things you got to weigh up because yeah. honestly, like if, if if they if they don't do something about it and they don't become more efficient and take their chances, I don't know what we're going to see. Yeah, Geelong last out. Of course, they defeated Brisbane seventy one points. Uh, massive grand, uh, massive prelim final for them. They just swept the Lions off the park eighteen twelve one hundred and twenty to seven seven forty nine. Tom Hawkins with four goals. Tyson Stengel with three. Patrick Dangerfield, Gary Rowan, and Brian Miser with two. That's where that was meant to be. <laughs> Disposals: <laughs> Patrick Dangerfield twenty eight, Mitch Duncan twenty six, Zach Tui twenty four, and Jake Collajasny twenty three. And, of course, uh, success for, again for Geelong in prelims. They lost four of their past five pre, pre-ultimate games. And uh, they, uh, they scored 11 goals to four after halftime. So, pretty impressive. I was very confused by that one bloke in the crowd that had the king of the prelims sign for the Geelong. And I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> that, that's not, not an honour. That's not an honour you're meant to have because you've spent more time this last decade getting knocked out of the prelims. Mm. But, Jason, they are the kings of getting in them. 12 they of the are. last 16 uh, prelims. That's I a mean, more that's accurate a pretty, statement to be proud that's of. a pretty decent stat. But, yeah, look, Brisbane's forwards didn't show up on the night. But, look, we we got we got to focus on Geelong's incredible performance. And, yeah, they, they really handled Lockie Neal well. They were bumping him off the ball. They were making sure that he was getting tired at stoppages. And someone like Joel Selwood, who they're actually managing really well. They're they're putting him on the bench a lot at the start of the quarters. They're saying, we're putting faith in our younger squadron of players to really come out and to build this next generation of, of Cats midfielders. And that's exactly what they did. It was a team tag. We, we thought maybe Mark O'Connor would be brought in to be that player that plays a really defensive tag on Lockie Neal. But at the end of the day, they just they just put so much body pressure on him and uh, he was a non-factor in that game, guys. So it'll be fascinating to see when the grand final comes whether the Geelong midfielders will have a similar approach to someone like a Luke Parker or Chad Warner or Ollie Florent, whoever's a Callum real... Mills. Inf- Callum Mills is another that, one. That was a big talking point. I was listening yeah. to SCN on the way here, and that, they talked about that for about 25 minutes is what they'll do. Because, to be honest with you, that's the thing that... Because Geelong don't have the legs that Sydney do. Hmm. I feel like that Sydney could outrun them on a game. They've got more stamina. They've got younger players. Uh, I think that, look, <clears throat> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the experience versus the fit. 
That's what it's going to be. I think can, so. That's can a good they, analogy, Jim. It's, without a doubt, because obviously they're not going to be able to keep up with him for the whole game, but what are they going to do? Well, I've just put my seat down accidentally. I've just, <laughs> taken, a, I've just taken a wild ride. Uh, what the are ultimate they, thrill ride. What are they going to do that's going to... like? Are they going to slow the game down so that it's just like they can... I don't know. Like, Are, are, they, are they going to... Obviously, they're not going to counter-attack a lot more because their players are not fit. Sydney are going to do it more, but they're probably going to hold the ball up a lot more to let their players get into positions they want, and they're going to have to rely on these big pack marks. And I feel like guys like Blitzars, Rhys Stanley, Tom Hawkins, all these guys are the ones that you want to rely on when you've got big tools. Because... Tom Hickey's pretty much one of the only tall players who could take big pack marks for Sydney, as well as Buddy Franklin. But he Buddy Franklin's not that great in a contested I mean, look, mark look, he took scenario. A, he, he took a big mark last week. He took a clutch one in the right? dying moment against that's Collingwood. One thing. That's an, I think that's an exception to his yeah. general but game But Sam Reid was taking a lot in the first uh, quarter, which, of course, will be a really big talking that, point of this game. That's, right. that, that's the factor. Yep. That I think that Geelong are going to have to rely on pack marks, which they can do, because they've, yep. uh, they can afford to get those pack marks. They've got small forwards crumbing them like you do in under nines footy. <laughs> but I think that pressure acts are going to be what Sydney are going to do to win oh, this game. Oh, you're, you're absolutely nailed that point. I mean, you know, Swan's pressure, particularly in that final quarter, was, was absolutely immense in well, that first quarter too. So they need to keep it consistent for the whole four quarters, th- and if they do that, they win. I think it's going to be a good benefit for them because I don't think that, you know, pressure acts, when when you're in a defence and you've got those big talls up back and you've got those smallish defenders, smallish attackers, midfielders, crumbing the ball and creating that pressure, your big talls are going to crumble to that. Because obviously they need someone to handball it too. And if they're just getting mobbed, they're going to have a really, really hard time. So, oof, mate. It's going to... Oh, yeah. I, um, my, my mind, I can't pick. All right, well, save that because f- we will do our predictions next. But a couple of extra stats here. Uh, nine game... Have we ever seen a grand final off two big teams with big winning streaks? Gosh, not, not that I can remember. Not in recent, recent memory. So nine games memory. for no. Sydney and 15 for Geelong. Uh, and a couple of their last uh, grand final appearances. So 2011 uh, was uh, Geelong's with a victory over Collingwood. Sydney's last appearance was 2016 where they were defeated by the Western Bulldogs. Uh, but Sydney's last grand final win was 10 years ago where they defeated Hawthorne after defeating Collingwood in a prelim. So take that as a, you know... And defeating a, a Hawthorne in 2012 was also deemed an upset at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, and of course, uh, the last time that uh, Geelong were in the big dance was 2020 when they lost to the Richmond Football yes, Club um, by what was it? Uh, 30, so 31 both, points. So yeah, quite both a bit towards the end. Recent grand finals for both of them have both been losses. So uh, interesting. All right, we'll get our tips predictions. We'll look at the teams when we come back. The great Mike Brady. Oh, oh sing it to me, let's Michael. do this because it's one day in September. Woo. The great Mike Epic. Brady, one oh, day in was. September. Uh, great classic, and uh, we'll see him tomorrow when he performs. And he's he's at the parade. He's an everywhere man. This is his uh, <laughs> this is his Christmas oh. stuff. Oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mike Brady. <laughs> they pull him out of hibernation every year, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's going to become because look, it, that, those songs are like very old now, and he's been doing it for forty or something years uh, performing it. So I wonder if we're going to have in fifty years, we'll have an AI robot. <laughs> oh, I reckon <laughs> they will a hologram. Hologram. <laughs> hologram. <laughs> hologram. <laughs> we love it. Well, 
just, or they'll just put him into that uh, that 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 freezing chamber, and they'll just bring him out every September. Vat of acid. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Um, oh, we love him, mate. Oh, this is, this is the drama, right, Jim? And of oh. course, of course, Robbie Williams is his uh, warm-up act. Yeah, and Delta Goodrum. <laughs> yeah, and she Delta. got announced. I was really, I was really surprised with that. I'm like, oh, it's Delta. She, okay. she kicks a drop pun, okay? She doesn't. Yeah, yeah not bad. You know, for the shoes that she was wearing, she did well. I mean, you know, it's not, it's, it's not the old uh, leather leather puma boots. So it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> not the most, uh, it's not the most influential no, so thing. Teams. Interesting, very interesting. Geelong have named no changes except the, the medical sub, uh, Mark O'Connor. So if they win, does he get a medal as well? Um, oh, I'm, I'm not sure. I think we had this sure. discussion last year. I think they do. I think it's a yes. I believe the correct So he could, he could not play a single minute. And get a medal. And yes. get a medal. Yeah, I think they had this discussion. I, I think it's f- fair enough if you're in the team because y- you don't know the probabilities. I think yep. that you are technically being named in that team. Mm. Yeah. So, so I still think you're so not... does he get on the grand final? See, I don't know then, do the emergencies as well? No. No, no. I don't think so. So does he get on the ute as well? Oh, yeah, so? yeah, I think he would. Yeah, I think he would be. Okay. Um, yeah. But also, I, I'm thinking back to when the Swans won the Premiership in 2012. I'm pretty sure Luke Parker was oh, the medical a, sub, was or, sub. Or, or the, just the super sub, and, and he got to play, and he was and on it, the podium at the end. That that Do you remember when we had a sub, and it didn't have to be a medical thing? It just had to be uh, like, oh, yeah, just like, make a sub? Well, yeah, you yeah, think exactly. about <laughs> subs in... Like, we had high-vis vests. Yeah, it was the green vest. Yeah. Yeah. They just look so like... Uh, like, we've just got some trade here. Yeah, you finish your shift, all right. <laughs> yeah, come, come <laughs> play, uh, play 25 minutes of footy. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, so, Geelong, no changes. Uh, I, th- I think they've kept a pretty similar team going for the last couple of games. I guess they don't want to mess with their run. What, what are your thoughts into that? Who do you think missed out that maybe should have been in the team? Or, mm. or do you think they're happy with what they've got out on the field? I think it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's that's a mentality that Geelong would take. Uh, I don't blame them for that either because they're yeah. an extremely good side on their day. Uh, they're the best team in the league, the best team in the league for a reason. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely battered Brisbane. Great key performance, eighteen goals as well, twelve behinds. Um, I think that yeah, they'll they'll really just want to hone in on this group and try to bring this group as close as they can together, because you don't want to switch it up too much for a grand final. If you've come off a great final, so if you've fifteen wins in a row. <laughs> Why, you're doing a lot right. Why would you? <laughs> you're, doing a lot I don't right. Like, you're not going to change something big. Brandon Parfit might have been someone who they might have brought in if a Max Holmes dude does go out, mm. but I don't think he will. He was running at training on the Monday morning uh, in at Gideonia Park. Looks promising. Doesn't look like a too like a high grade handle. The poach looks like a pull, or they might have just want, didn't want to risk it. Uh, I think yeah, it, it definitely looked worse than it actually is. Mm. Kind of happy they didn't change, but yeah, the only person who I'd say they'd bring in is Brandon Parfit if Max Holmes doesn't go in. And look, Jimmy, I, I think a player who is under an injury cloud and is doing open training and the crowd is just spurring him on yeah. when he's doing laps, he must feel like he's like a marathon runner, yeah, you know, just running on top of the ground. Like, that would be a great feeling. But yeah, certainly, I think the reason why they they allow this time in between, like someone like a Sam Reed or Max Holmes getting getting named now and, and having those reinforcements as the medi subs means that yeah maybe the club just wants to see how they go you know in the last 24 hours before the game which will know a lot more obviously yeah. and I think both teams will run on the G today will they as well they'll have a closed session on the G where they Captain's just get to run. familiarise themselves yeah, yeah. yeah. Sydney, so that'll be handy Sydney's team uh, they've named one change Hayden McLean in out 
uh, Logan McDonald admitted. Mm. What do you think about this? Uh, this is a this yeah. is a really dodgy one. I, I don't like it to be honest. Um, I, look, Logan McDonald hasn't been playing incredible footy. Um, I don't think he kicked any goals against Collingwood. I don't know if he had kicked any goals as well. He may have kicked one goal against Melbourne. He kicked, he kicked a goal last week. But but it's um, important for their structure that they keep him in there, I think. And, you know, again, they know better than us whether he's kicking, like, ticking all the KPIs off. But, you know, if it ain't broke, as you said, don't fix it. And, and I would have just liked to see him play. And he's so, going to be an emerging young talent. I mean, he's going to be a great player one day as well. He's taken very high in the draft. I would have liked to see him play. So, look, he's, he's played 17 out of the last 26 in this yep. season. Uh, he's disposed is in the bottom half of the list of the whole year of the AFL. You know, everyone who plays in the AFL with 8.5 wow. as an average. Not too great. Uh, only got six disposals last week. Was majority majority playing on the half-forward flank on the left. Uh, look, I think that it... I understand why they did it, but you shouldn't be doing that. Nah. I just, I just think it's... Who are, who are they bringing in for him? Uh, well, it's Hayden McLean, is it? Hayden Sam? McLean. But the trouble yes. is here, and yeah. this is what I think, they they may be considering him as a medi-sub, mm. and they're, I reckon they're still not 100. And this is just this is just my hunch. That I still don't think they're 100% sure on Sam Reid. He might not come up 100%, so you don't want to completely take Logan out of the side, but you may preference McLean to come in and then have... Logan as the medi sub, but usually it's, having it's tall a, forwards as medi subs aren't the best. But who knows? Well, I mean, they're both the same heights. They're both one ninety six, one ninety seven. Uh, Hayden McLean's got a little bit more beef on him, so he will be able to kind of take those big pack marks and not be able to kind of be thrown around like Logan McDonald might be, because his knee's not the strongest tall forward that they've got. Uh, Average is nine point six disposals. <sighs> Look, it's it's you're really picking a teeth here. Like you're really just. McLean hasn't played, I think oh, it's been said during the week since round eight. Um, and I think Joel Amati was also considered and he He's was, only played eight out of the last twenty six. Yeah, yeah, so that that's that's the only issue. I know they did a lot of running drills after the prelim, all those players that were emergencies, but again I don't rate that. Like again, if you've if you've got a player who's played finals yeah. and you've played him through, why would you why would you The stop only him? the only argument to that I would say is that the, McLean and Amadi have been a part of Sydney Swans VFL run, mm-hmm. so I think they that may have been two or three weeks ago that they were playing in the okay. finals. So, you know, they're, they're probably match hardened, but are they AFL hardened? That's a big question. End of the day, we're not the ones who are making decisions. We just got an opinion. It's going to be intriguing, know. Sam. Two milestones actually uh, off the top two. I know they probably just don't get really seen in grand final because being in a grand final is a milestone in itself. It is. Uh, but Zach Tui is playing his 250th game and uh, Jake Lloyd is playing his 200th game. So, Is that Lloyd who kicked the winning goal for Richmond all those years ago? No, it's not. But oh, uh, Who's that? We, we, which Lloyd's that? Sam Lloyd. Sam Lloyd, that's right. But that's a classic call as well. Oh, Lloyd. 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 But, um, <laughs> but Jake Lloyd, um, the milestone man for this game, he, he's kicked some very very handy goals and he kicked a few in that qualifying final against Melbourne. So uh, he'll, he'll he'll be in form. Uh, he's played a couple of losing grand finals for, for the Swans in yep. recent times, so he'll but be hoping to rectify it. Before our predictions, what are some of the mouth-watering matchups that we we're looking forward to seeing tomorrow? The one I've been hearing is Lance Buddy Franklin on uh, De Koning. That's the one I've been hearing. Oh, okay. I, I hope yeah. I see it. I yeah. hope I hope that's good. I I, I feel like 
but he might shove around De Koning because he's a, a much lighter frame. So maybe someone like a, a Tom Stewart might be a better matchup, or a, or potentially a, a Zach Tui. But who, who are you putting on um, uh, Cameron? Is it a Rampy or on? Jeremy, Jeremy Cameron. Cameron. Oh, Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, that's a good question, to be honest. Um, it has to be a running player, so I would say Dane Rampey. Yeah, yep. yep. He, he would be the best one. Maybe Jake Lloyd, but I don't know if you can go with him. But I'll tell you what, Buddy Franklin, I, I think I think it's worth noting that um, previously to this week, there was still speculation over whether if the Swans were to lose this game or even to win it, whether he would hang up the boots. And I still believe there might be a, a sneaky call if the Swans win this grand final, Buddy Franklin might yeah. do another decision because well, it's mean, happened he before. Said, he Shane, said one more. Exactly. And that doesn't, it's not very specific. But it then is. he said this signed a deal, but he could. And I think this it. takes me back to 2008, guys, where I think it was Shane Crawford who signed a one year extension. And then when the Hawks won the grand final, he retired. So oh, it's happened right. before. And okay. that's why I'm I'm going to be watching Buddy Franklin. So that's the safety what he's talking about. Yep. Okay. It, 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 what it does, it quiets the speculation about him going to another club or him. Retiring, yeah. But if they do win, I I still think. And Buddy's yeah, got a track record in that too. Win a grand final with Hawthorne, show up in Sydney the next day. So how many he's played in? He's played in three? oh eight and twenty thirteen. Oh, so this will yeah. be his third. Oh, and he lost in twenty fourteen. Oh no, thirteen. This is sixteen as well. Oh eight and twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. 2016. 2016. Two wins, three losses. Yeah, 2014, he was amazing. Uh, he was one of the Swans' best players on that day where the Hawks absolutely shadowed them, and I think he may have kicked four goals. And then you guys might remember 2016, he injured his ankle very early in that game, and he was pretty uninfluential in that in that 2016 grand final. So he's a big game player. Um, he played a really good final last week, and to be honest, his final was great because he wasn't the one and only man. I think he brought the ball to ground. He was more physical, he was more at the opposition, and yeah, they didn't have to rely on him kicking a big bag of goals. He was more of a, a team first player, which which he's which, which he is. I mean, he's you know great goal assist player, but I thought he was really good last week. Another matchup that I'm really looking yep. forward to: Tommy McCartan against Tom Hawkins. The two Ooh, Toms like going at one. each other. I like that one. Uh, look, it's Tom Tom, 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 yeah. <laughs> One of the McCartan brothers. It's yeah. He's averaged seven seven point seven disposals. Um, he's kicked only four goals. It's going to be one of those things that really comes down to you know the professional versus the young gun and who uh, grand final could anything can happen. You know we've we've seen grand finals where Tom Lynch for the for the Tigers didn't kick a goal in one of their winning grand finals. Yeah. You know it's it, it's one of those freak freak of nature things where something just can happen and. A key forward just might not do anything on the ground because they might just be taken out by a player. Uh, another one, another one that I have interest: Ryan Clark and Tom Stewart. Uh, I don't know how how this is going to go. Is Ryan Clark's been a pretty regular in um, in Sydney's side since round seventeen, uh, and he's yeah. Look, he's not he's not the most you know popular player. He's not the most diverse player in their squad. But he's still he's still going to bring something, and you know, to, like Tom Stewart's, uh, you know, twenty three and point six disposals. He's get this right. This is crazy. Eighty four point seven percent of uh, kicking efficiency, which is crazy. Jeez. So he's so accurate with his wow. kicking. Um, one of the best in the game, I think. I think so. And yeah, it's look all these key matchups. They're all going to come down to it. Two thirty tomorrow, boy oh boy, <sighs> how exciting! So, tips, predictions, Norm Smith. Uh, we'll start off with you, Michael. Okay, so whew, 
This is a big one. Um, I'm also going to throw in a first goal in there as well. I think uh, the Energizer Bunny. I think uh, Tom Papley will kick the first snag. You, you, will, it, you are in a nuts. bit of a privileged position this morning because if you need to rectify anything, you do have live on Saturday. I do. I can always make change, a final call. I can always change my tip tomorrow. But uh, at the moment, and we'll, we'll see what happens on on games. Like on games. Game. Yeah, same no, no, deal with Sam and Jimmy as well. Well, well, boys, I think it's I think it's worth mentioning for me at the very start of the season. I made some bold predictions, and one of my big predictions right. was Sydney Swans would win the Premier. And that's what I really? said. And a lot of people was this on the it, first show. This was this was very early on, early and on. this was even on another podcast I do as well uh, in the ballpark. Shout out! But the big the big thing I said was a lot of people were going, oh, they're not even going to make top six, and I said, no, 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 they're going to make top four, and they're going to win the flag. So. It, it's still not quite complete, that prediction. Yeah. Um, but if I had to tip the Swans here, I'm going to tip them by, I think, four goals at this point. I feel like they're going to blow it out towards wow. the end. You know what it's like, Sam, when, when a game is close and then a team starts to get some momentum, mm. they can really pile on the pain towards the end and the other team just drops their heads. But I just, I just, I don't want to interject, but yes. I just, just feel like Geelong's not a side that you can easily get away with a big momentum yeah, switch yeah. like that. It's a good point. So but, maybe it will be closer. We'll and, I, and I hope it will be closer, to be honest. Um, and, and look, to be honest, it's a, it's a hard tip because Geelong are just so good and they've had more grand final recent experience and uh, I feel like their experience is really going to count for a lot. But I, I just I believe in this Swans group and uh, that's why I'm tipping them. And uh, Norm Smith medalist, uh, I think I'm going to tip uh, the Chad, Chad Warner. Uh, it was either a flip-up between him and Isaac Heaney, both of, uh, both of which are really good young players. I know Isaac's a little bit older, but I think the Chad, he's a big game player, he's a big stage player, and I think he'll he'll take it on himself to do some good things tomorrow. Jimmy? Oh, I'm going the opposite. I'm going Geelong. Geelong's taking this one. Uh, it's going to be under a goal. Oh, nice. I don't... Mm, yeah, look, there's this, there's this wavering thought in the back of my mind that there's going to be the goal after the siren oh, to win it. It's, it's, it's never happened in our lifetimes. We've never seen it. It's... Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, look, you know what? Geelong by five. That's it. Five I'm points. not going to say anything five else. Uh, I think that a smoky for the Norm Smith, Zach Tui. Yep, I think he might get some leather poisoning tomorrow. Uh, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty key player when it comes to close matches, but it wouldn't surprise me if Joel Selwood took it out. Oh, that would be nice in his 40th final. Yeah, <laughs> amazing to win more finals than St Kilda in their history. Yeah, I saw that uh, stat. That's so funny. twenty wins, my gosh. That's so Jason, I'm um, next, am I? Yes. No, I don't have the position of I don't I can't rectify any of mine live with you guys uh, on the grand final pre-show you. on a game day. But uh, luckily, I de- I will be uh, behind the camera and uh, in the control room with our wonderful crew at RMI TV to help. Uh, Shout kind of steady the ship along uh, along with you guys uh, at the helm. So, uh, yes, I'll be behind the scenes for that uh, program to going to air tomorrow. Uh, this is a tough one because we are also went to the footy festival, as we are aware of, and you'll be seeing highlights of that uh, live on Facebook tomorrow. And, uh, Sam, you would know that we secured a couple. Of, we were meeting the people, and someone did uh, specify that they think Geelong will win but they see a Hawthorne-like scenario of 2008 where Sydney win where you don't think it's going to happen. I think Michael's got a fair point in saying um, Sydney were always going to be a, a premiership contender. There was, I don't think there was any doubt that they would be making the eight. Top four, I think, maybe a bit of a stretch for some, but I, I'm with you. They were probably a top four contender from the beginning. They're very consistent. They, they, they're very consistent no one really remembers, but... Yeah, because I think they... Geelong they, are yeah. way too powerful for me to stray against. But uh, fair enough. I'll say... I'm, <sighs> 
In 2008, I tipped Geelong, and I got that wrong, and I don't want to be burnt again. <laughs> That's what's making me want to go Sydney, but I'll, I'll go Geelong by 20. But uh, I, if Sydney win it, I think it's going to be by, I'll say, 10 points if Sydney end up doing it. It'll be a bit closer if Sydney end up winning it. Norm Smith, uh, take your pick. Selwood, Dangerfield, Stewart. Oh, defenders don't really get them, do they? Uh, well, it depends. depends. <laughs> um, Basha Hawley was snubbed, but Jason Johannesson was a running half-backman, so you he can was, count that. He was, yes. And he did play very well in that one. Uh, mm. uh, I'll... Actually, okay. Three, I'll go this. two, one. Joel Selwood. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> Joel Selwood, Patrick Dangerfield, or Cam Guthrie, I would ah, say, I like as that. Norm Smith. If like Sydney that. win it, uh, Isaac Heaney. You're giving us a Luke. lot of options. Yeah, I know. You're giving us... My gosh, I'm spreading my... I'm spreading my I'm, you I wanna, are, you're I'm very just, on the fence. Just, just list like us AFL, all 18 players on the field. Yeah, I'm on. like <laughs> AFL 360. I'm taking it from all angles here, but my okay. official pick will be Geelong by about 20. And Sam, can I just quickly say, I, I've had no, I had no idea that Joel Selwood hasn't been a premiership captain yet, because of course in 2011 it was Cameron Lee. It was. Uh, so yes. this would be the first time he's holding he's, up a premiership cup as captain. Uh, if he wins. I'm not sure who it is for Sydney. I think they said it's... Um, it's a co-captain, isn't it? So um, who is going to take so the toss of the coin and Cameron hold Ling, the cup up? Cameron Ling win? will deliver the cup to the, yep. them if Geelong win, but I'm not Kelly, sure. Kelly. T- Tim Kelly? Which oh, one? I can't Which Kelly? Is Josh th- Kelly. Jay? No, no, no. The, uh, the Kelly <laughs> oh, no. who won the, the Brownlow medal for the Sydney Swans, he will be delivering the cup for them. Someone's screaming at the radio right now, going, yeah. these fools. <laughs> um, <laughs> my it's prediction... It's Paul Kelly. Paul Kelly. Paul Kelly. Paul That's Kelly. what I was going to say. I thought it was yeah. the same guy as the, uh, the other footy song, Leaps and Bounds. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, my prediction... Sydney, five points. Oh, Sammy! Points. You've joined me on the Sydney side. I like it. Heaney... Uh, for Norm Smith, uh, I just think this young mix of uh, old and uh, young talent, and they've found a way this year. Uh, bumps, ups and bumps and downs and things all season. Um, but uh, really a few interesting games that they won throughout the year and, uh, and got a bit of a run going on. Uh, and I think uh, most of this side, young side, hasn't... Really, they've lost their flag. They want to get back there since 2016. Um, and look, Geelong has been a super, super dominant side. But uh, I just think the pressure I've seen, unbelievable. The, oh, it's the, been the amazing. diehard defending that that's, we've seen from Sydney. So I do think it's going to be a grand final for the ages. I really hope it is. Oh, I hope it is too. Because we've, we've had some fizzes in the last couple of years. <laughs> we have. Uh, 2019, the last one here. So hopefully the first one back in two years. Uh, will be uh, an exciting. Uh, we're going to get to a song now, and then we'll, we're going to wrap up uh, and close our grand final edition of the Sports Desk. This is the last one standing oh, by McKenna. Oh my God. God! This is the Sports Desk on scene. Back in 2011, and that when that song was the soundtrack to that game, Geelong were premiers. Will we see the same thing again oh, tomorrow? Half no of the sports no desk don't think so. And uh, if they have any changes in their tippings, you're going to hear it live on Facebook for the grand final pre-show sports I'm desk. I'm not changing my tip, no way. Last one standing, of course. If it's, it's such a great song. So th- they actually re-recorded that for the game at the Gabba, but it's nice to have the proper one with, you know, Fed Square and all yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, did, did you told it. me Dennis Cometti wrote 
wrote those lyrics. Dennis Committee wrote Isn't those lyrics. Isn't that incredible? It's a, it's a great oh, story. Centimeter perfect. That's news to me, Sam. I'm, I'm glad you told me that. I his grand finals. He's, he's one voice that will all miss, miss on grand final day. Great commentator. What was it? It was the one where Cyril Rioli was trying to chase down Lewis Jetta. Oh, Lewis Jetta. Jetta wins the gold medal. Jetta wins the gold medal. <laughs> Cyril's trying to chase him. Jetta wins the gold medal. So, a couple things before we wrap up. A few other things. Of course, the doubleheader at a, uh, the AFLW um, at the Swinburne Centre, Punt Road. Um, of course, and, you know, the AFLW fixture, of course, across the weekend. Uh, and today, the parade. If you're not down there at, uh, in Yarra Park in front of the MCG, get down there now and Brungma. Yeah, what are you parade, doing if you're not there? Come on. Uh, the parade is about to kick off. They're going to be going down boats. So that's going to be insane. Final pub footy day of the year, AFL Grand Final oh, So they're kicking off Sammy at lunchtime. Uh, and there's actually five games today, and I'll be playing in the one at 7pm oh, under lights, Friday night footy. Let's go say it's hi my to workers Sam, club everyone. lines uh, against the tote who wear Collingwood colours. So we'll <laughs> you're going to see soon. red through that black and white. The Victoria Park, by Two, the way. 2003 Grand Final replay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could, Could be. Wasn't Could it 02 and 03? Chris Both, Scott was yes. playing in that. Yeah, it was 02 and 03. Yeah, correct. Correct. So, yeah, yes, as Jace mentioned, the grand final show, 1210 f- uh, Facebook, the Sports Desk Facebook page. We'll be keep putting stuff up on Instagram see throughout Michael, the day. See Michael, see Jim, and see Sam in front of a television um, More yes, advanced. And I'll be sitting life. in the control in room with a team at RMI so TV excited. pressing all the buttons. You get to see... Us and our faces, and us actually wearing pants. I, I cannot believe it, Jimmy. More, more in, de- in depth analysis, and we've got a couple of segments and a few surprises, a surprise interview as well. Yes. Uh, so do not miss that. Make it part of your festivities tomorrow, and I hope everyone enjoys yeah. the grand final wherever you watch it. It's such a great day. Please turn the weather on, weatherman up please, there. Please, please. Do something for us. We need a good day. We need I a mean, good day. you know, a, a really wet grand final wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be too opposed to that. Just yeah. some good want to shoot that. We want to shoot that. We want a nice bright sun shining down. It would be 2011 nice. was pretty wet, and that was a great grand final. 09. 09 was a great 09. grand final. That was wet as yeah, okay. 07, not so much, but. No, that's a, yeah, And of course, you'll be able to catch us Monday, 5 p.m., and. Friday, so it, it does seem like we're wrapping the show up here for the year, but of course we're we not. continue through. We're so, much more sport. so much more sports. We're we're miss the footy in the off season, on Saturday, and then we're going to start talking about even more things. We'll and be a bit Dusty Martin on Monday, so uh, excuse us about that. But, a little uh, bit, but I'll be fine. Uh, embracing, embracing the week, and uh, I'll be actually away in Perth next week. I will be covering the Unisport Nationals 2022. It's hosted in Perth uh, from UWA and some of the big Perth universities, Western Australia-based universities over there, so it's a massive competition. RMIT is sending 150 staff, students, coaches over there, and uh, we're very confident about our chances and to go back-to-back-to-back to back to back on the John White Spirit Award, which, of course... Acknowledges the best team that uh, brings the best spirit, best encouragement, best sportsmanship, and we've been doing it very well at RMIT, so I'm keen, Jimmy. So they've selected 150 people, and one of them is you. Yes. Who's in charge of this thing? 
Thankfully, not me. I'm. I'm. I'm oh. I will. I will be breathalysing students. So, are you going to? Uh, are you going to be dancing like you were on uh, at the well, stage yesterday yes, with the umpires? Well, yes, the footy festival. Oh, I, I did get out. I did Mate. get the boogie moves out. That's another great surprise oh, for tomorrow's uh, feature. So rowdy. But yes, so I will try and do a uh, live recap of the nationals next on next Friday's show with you, Sammy. So yep. um, it should be fantastic. But I'm looking forward to it. But of course, this week. This weekend, it's going to be amazing. Get boys. your footy frangs, get One your cordials. Day, four hours and twenty-three minutes to the bounce. Uh-huh. There you go. And Sammy, Let's once go. we're done over here, we're off to the parade, aren't we? Parade, yeah. We'll go down there. Going to go into the the wonderful coliseum that yes. is the MCG. We're going to have a good day, Sam. Uh, so yes. He's left him literally speechless. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the most talkative newsreader on the sports desk. I have left speechless because he has to spend an entire day with nah. me filming the grand final parade. But it's all going to be worth it because you're all going to see it Saturday Arvo oh, on Facebook. Uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Well, thank you very much. May the best team win. And uh, I thought we'd hear a bit, bit, a bit of the uh, footy songs um, for tomorrow. This has been the sports desk on sin on your Woo. friday morning catch the podcast we'll see you 12 10 tomorrow afternoon Woo. Woo. let's go sammy boy it's, it's one day in, in september there we go oh. there we go see you later we are geelong the greatest team of Sin. We're young people, run the show.